Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode number 189, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode every week and release it on all podcast services. We're on Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, and so much more. So show us some love. Do us a favor and give us a like on Facebook, a, subs- a subscribe or follow on Twitch or, or YouTube, or go to our main website, confreaksgeeks.com to not miss an episode i am mr cfg games himself davis green and with me today are my two awesome co-hosts i got lex in the second seat what is going on my cyborg well last night um i played games this week i was starting to feel good enough let's let's talk about that first uh i played uh mr hop's playhouse 3 and i know i i've mentioned before that i played the first two obviously um they really changed up the game style and i'm i'm really enjoying it and i think it's uh it's really good so uh if you are also doing like the 100 days into halloween uh it's it's a good little pickup uh but i i had a little girl date with scorp kitty last night um since smitty is out of town and miss steal your girl apparently um and we played the tartarus key i got her to play it she and, got her, you got uh, her to actually play a video game that's actually quite yeah. impressive how did she so, like it she really did. She was like, you know, I like the fact that I'm not worried about like any any time issues. Like if I don't hurry this up, someone's going to come up behind me and murder me or, you know, and then I'm going to have to start this puzzle over. It's very they say we should hurry, but I know if I take 20 minutes, that person's not going to keel over. Nice. Um, and so she really liked it and we got a bunch of pieces of paper out. No begging, Opie. Um, and we, I was her little note taker, and she's like, "How hard is it not to tell me what I'm missing?" I'm like, "I can't really remember." So you're fine. There's so <laughs> many puzzles, and some rooms have multiple puzzles inside of them, and so you kind of have to. Like, I, I have five sheets of paper, and I left them here with all of my note taking, so that I could do a quick playthrough later and get the secondary ending. Um, but yeah, it was it was all new for me again too. So it was really fun. I we got to room four third puzzle. If you guys have played, maybe you know. Um, there are a few other you can op- go to a different door instead of that particular one. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. Um, so she's in the projector room area. Uh, but we had a blast. Uh, I also showed baby Smitty my cyborg um, parts and she was intrigued and she kept saying, you're a robot. And I said, yes, I am a robot. And she goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> she'd, poke me, she'd poke my cheek and she'd go, you human. And I'm like, no, I'm a robot. And we, we made a whole game of it. So it was, it was fun. I, I got to hang out with all the, the, the little Smitties, all the girl Smitties yesterday um, and got to play some, some fun games. So that, that, that basically covers it. If I'm being real with you. Very nice. Awesome. That's good. That sounds like, yeah. that sounds like an awesome time. That's cool. And uh, yeah. And as you can tell, Smitty is not here. Smitty is enjoying drinking it up with the Voodoo Ranger Lounge in PAX West uh, this week in Seattle. So we have a replacement for him. We have an awesome Twitch streamer that is that plays a lot of, that's a variety streamer, but is currently been playing a, some hardcore Warframe with some friends. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I'd like to welcome uh, it's Yosh to the show today. How are you doing, sir? Oh, doing great, man. Doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, feels good. Uh, feels good to be a part of this. Um, I love like talking on podcasts. I don't know. It's, it's I guess that's why Smitty messaged me. He's like, dude, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Like, I think he messaged me like two days ago. And he's like, 
He's like, you you want to be on a podcast this weekend? I'm like, you know, checking the time. I'm like checking my calendar. I'm like, yeah, you know, why not? You know, and, uh, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah, my my week's been doing pretty good. Time's been doing my the time has been good, doing good. I've been doing a streamathon on Twitch. We're on day like 41 uh, tonight, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's like a six. I think it's we're going up to 60 days now. So it's oh, wow. it's uh it's been crazy. But the wife has been supportive. You know, like. Uh, I stayed on a little longer last night and I was like, you know, if you let me stay on a little longer tonight, I'll make you some uh, biscuits and gravy tomorrow. Uh, it's like one of her favorites, you know? Uh, so, you know, I woke up today, I got a few hours of sleep. I was like, made her some biscuits and gravy. And she was like, you know, if this is all I have to do for you to make me biscuits and gravy. Um, then, you know, you can do it more often because <laughs> it's like her, one Say of her less. favorite foods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm on board. You're on, you're on board yeah. just with the, do with the biscuits and gravy. Oh, wow. That's a good out. That's a perfect out. Oh my God. Exactly. You know, you gotta, you gotta know your outs, you know, when you've been married for, uh, almost nine years, you know, you mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know your ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Hey, I don't, I don't have to get out of this perfectly. Uh, exactly. yeah. But God, oh, it's freaking, it's freaking hilarious. Uh, so what about like as for me, dude? I've just been, wow, actually, I've had, a, I've been really busy. Um, uh, apparently, because like, uh, uh, besides looking for jobs, because I'm going to be losing mine at the end of the month, uh, which is fine. Uh, but uh, I've been when they are, I can go there. I can, you know, <laughs> just go. You know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that pretty, uh, for the first half, but then it was really crazy. So, like, on uh, so I've been playing a lot of, of course, Baldur's Gate 3, still been cons- consistently been playing that. I'm hitting 200 hours in that game. Uh, and uh, what's it called? Oh, then I was playing, um, got uh, I did a a uh, a group stream of playing the new Ninja Turtles, uh, uh, Ninja Turtles DLC game that came out last week or yesterday, a couple days ago. Uh, I was mm-hmm. playing that with some friends too. We did like a crazy six player stream of that, which is That's pretty awesome. fun. Yeah, it was really hilarious. And then you, like, uh, apparently you could change your colors to like the classic Game Boy color. So you're just a spinach green, all green color and stuff. So we decided That's to hilarious. do it. <laughs> yeah, we all decided to do that. So we didn't, sometimes we got confused on who was what. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, did you know like which one was which? Yeah. Yeah. We had to like say, okay, wait, I'm Leonardo, so I have the swords, right? Okay, cool. Let's go with it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah we had a great time doing that then also uh and then like uh i had a a really cool interview we talked to uh uh the narrator of baldur's gate 3 uh amelia tyler did a good a good interview that's going to be released on friday uh this week which is which is crazy uh i, I just love british accents though it's just like, like it was just perfectly great i can listen to that all day uh but uh if you're a cfg member on our page the cfg store you get to uh, we're going to be releasing it out on tuesday uh for uh, for that video too so that so definitely if you're wanting to check that out uh but yeah so it's been it's been very bu- busy been a busy productful uh week so definitely just just moving on just moving on for the most part uh just still uh, trying all the little, what if I do this, then what would happen in Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. essentially. So it's been pretty cool. All I know from Baldur's Gate 3 is I saw the Mind Flayer scene, and I was oh. like, okay, well, now I need to play this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great yeah. game. I've been playing the first one, actually. Uh, oh, I'm recently? One of those people. I'm one of the people that have to play 
Like, if there's a three, I have to play one and two. So I'm actually playing through the original Baldur's Gate right now. So. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, like I mean, it's a D&D campaign. Oh, Wesley just said, mm-hmm. just posted here on uh, YouTube saying that I just purchased the deluxe edition of Baldur's Gate 3 on PS5, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, dude, that is a... Dude, first off, I have to say, that deluxe edition is ridiculous. Like, I mean, what, what you get out of it, but... Uh, uh, did you get the, uh, did you, uh, if you got the physical, the physical version, it's like $300. It comes like magic, the gathering cards too, and stuff. It's like really crazy. Yeah. So yeah, but it it was very nice. Very, very cool. Uh, for the most part. Uh, so no, but I, like I said, dude, this is my game of the year, dude. There's no, there's no nothing close to it yet. I, to be fair, haven't played Starfield yet. So that was, I think that was a contender of it, but like, gotta play the game to, before you can say if it's the if it's the best or not so so there you go oh, okay you got the digital oh very nice okay very nice but uh yeah so but yeah it's yeah i, I could talk for hours for this game but i don't but y'all really should listen to that interview i cannot wait till that interview comes out it was like this girl is so laid back and so hilarious so definitely check out the amelia tyler amelia tyler interview for it so uh but I know the other one talk about the uh, normal, uh, <laughs> just the normal uh, continuance on me just gushing on Baldur's Gate 3. So let's go <laughs> through the normal rigmarole that we like to do each and every week. So each of us chooses a topic of discussion in the world of video games uh, through the uh, from the previous week. The topic would or could be a game itself or something that happened in the gaming industry. And we don't want to talk about it amongst ourselves. We want you, the listeners and viewers on Twitch, on YouTube, on Kick, on Facebook to be a part of that conversation. So if there's something that you're wanting to chime in about whatever we talk about, by all means, just type it inside the chat. We will be looking at it and we will ha- uh, we will uh, openly jo- have you join in on our conversations as always. So by all, so definitely just check it out and uh, we'll we'll discuss. So let's get this party started with Lex. Uh, what are you bringing to the table? Well, my first topic, uh, I, it, I'm curious how you guys feel. So Volition, uh, for anybody who doesn't know who they are, they are a um, developer of video games. They made games like Saints Row. Um, they went under. Embracer Group is restructuring uh, after a $2 billion investment deal with Saudi Arabia's Savvy Game Group fell through. Um, and they announced... Uh, that and this was right after all of the Starfield uh, reviews went live. Uh, in the post, the company explained uh, they are, that the reason for Volition's closure was tied to a parent company, Embracer Group's new restructuring program. Um, so basically, to make a a TLDR, they uh, put out a statement saying, as of now, we are no longer um, going to be um, a company any longer due to. Uh, restructuring we're going to try to make sure that um, all of the people that are being laid off um, have a little bit of a cushion essentially until they are able to get another job Um, but we are no longer going to be in existence anymore Um, now and we kind of talked about it a little bit before podcast they they did have two bombs back to back um, as far as their latest games that they put out um, but this company has been around since 1993 they are parallax uh, and then in 99 in 96 they turned into a volition uh, and they have been a company ever since uh, they did have a little bit of a hiatus um, from 2013 to i believe 2019 um they didn't release anything um but uh, yeah they're going under i kind of saw this coming 
if I'm if I'm being honest, uh, because again, they haven't really been putting out anything that's been a big hit, even just a singular game. Um, and so I was I was curious uh, what you guys thought about it. Any any anything to add? Um, yeah, sure. Well, I guess I'll go. <laughs> the, uh, uh, well, uh, it's, I mean, it's always sucks when you see a studio close and, uh, and stuff, especially, I, I think this one's more, uh, I would say it's more surprising for me because, uh, even though that they've had, I mean, to say that two games is the reason why this, the studio for what the studio has been around for almost 30 years, uh, is the reason why these, the last two games have, have, have tanked. Uh, I think it has to be more than that, person. In, in my in oh, my opinion, I wholeheartedly because, agree. Yeah, Please don't yeah. misunderstand that. Yeah, they just yes. haven't. To me, they it feels like they haven't been doing a whole lot. Is oh, is they more they less. have definitely have not. But like, but then again, though, too, I don't know how long the new Saints Row, uh, the new Saints Row game that uh that they released last year, how long they were working on it. But I feel like they well, uh, if they if it was a while or not. I hope God, I hope so. It didn't feel like it because I mean the game was not didn't even really feel like a good Saints Row at all. But the uh uh but just to see just to see a game studio that that's kind of has like a, a really fairly good story storied uh you know history to go out the way it did, it just seems very unfortunate. Um uh like uh like they've been yeah, so like it's sad to see them go. I know they're not they they weren't like you know the triple A company so i could see them being the first in line if they if there were cuts i could easily see them to being exposed to it but uh but it, it's just a shame it's just a shame to see just to say uh, to say goodbye to it and uh uh now i guess the biggest thing is like if they decide to bring saints row which i which is i don't even know if it's going to be if, it, if there's a place for it anymore at this point like where where will it go after uh, uh afterwards you know so well, at least that's what i think yeah, I think the main issue with with stuff like this happening is like they've kind of been locked in and do making Saints Row games since like 2006. Um, and that's all they really have done since then. Like Saints Row 1, 2 and 3 were all great games. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed all three of those. Um, but if you realize they they got acquired by Deep Silver in 2013. And then from there, they released Saints Row 4, which was not not in the same line as the first three in my opinion um and then they released agents of mayhem and then they released a reboot of saints row which you said you don't know how long they spent they spent five years developing five years on that game getting it going five years on that game yes um agents of mayhem released in 2017 so from there to the reboot of um saints row that was five years in between um, and I'm sure they were working on it before then. Um, they had a lot of dev problems um, from what I've heard with all that. But it really stinks to see a game like a company that's been around for so long go. And I think that main issue is is publishers want a lot of developers to stick to what they know rather than trying to go outside of the realm of, you know, what creativity. they want to do. Yeah, like they they stump the creativity of developers. I mean, because I mean, we can we can talk about Saints Row, but they made Descent and Free Space, which was both amazing space shooters released in the late 90s on PC. Um, so they have that creative bone in their body. It's just that they were just like I said, I feel like they were locked down to Saints Row for a bit too long. Um, and besides working on a reboot of Saints Row, I feel like it should have just been a whole new project entirely. And they should have just did it outside of the Saints Row name. I mean, 
you know what's actually kind of really a little bit worried like not worried but uh, like what they could have done is like what if they just wanted to do something completely different just at mm-hmm. all it would have been it would have been helpful at this point in time because you're talking about saints they were at the fourth version of saints row that's like saints row was basically the closest thing of a, of competition to what you would call with with gta which is like not even close you know and uh and then they they had a different leaf when they what was for the one that they introduced superheroes or something yeah. like that yeah okay so so yeah so they they knew that they they knew that what they had was was going to be something that was super comical something that was going to be super you know taken seriously for the most part so they've already done everything they really could have done with what they did with Saints Row I, th- that's why I, well, like maybe they when they did this one this quote unquote reboot if they decided that they made, what if they made a different IP or maybe try to stretch it to say, Hey, we want to play, do something different. And, uh, uh we could be talking about something completely different now, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I agree with you a lot. Yosh. I, I think publishers want you to stay in your lane and, and that does some creativity where I'm curious though, you have over 130 employees I play a lot of indie games. Of course, they're a lot more or less horror based. Um, But I play a lot of indie games and a lot of them are in early access. And these games are two people, four people, six people, under 10 people. And the level of creativity, the level of the structuring, um, the visuals, all of that, the musicality of the game, which, of course, is all a part of a horror genre makes it right and i just i find it really hard that you're going to do a reboot with this many people and yes maybe you want to go outside of your realm but the publisher is saying no you need to do a reboot okay fine why why is it so lackluster right i just to me it it's frustrating um and yes i'm sure it's frustrating to them if they want to go outside of their realm but you're talking you have so many people and this is what is coming out of it and again it sucks that people are losing their jobs it's never fun to hear that um i just you know maybe these people will be happier elsewhere with other with other companies where they can have their creative freedom you know um i don't know well like uh well Wesley's was saying that the first three saints rose games were, were the ones that you, uh, he really loved those uh those games you know it's funny i they never played I never played the Saints really? Row until Saints Row uh, two. No, Saints Row See, three. I was, just, I was or so. a Saints Row girly and not my fr- a GTA yeah. girly. My roommate, my roommate was a hardcore Saints Row fan back in the day. So I was just like, okay. So I tried, I tried maybe for two hours, and I was like, hey, this isn't bad. And then you had the 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 giant the the giant dildo sword, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and stuff. It's just like a freaking freak hilarious. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happened in that game, which is really cool. Yeah, Saints uh, Row three has the most memorable moment in gaming to me. Uh, it's when the beginning when you jump out of the helicopter and they have Kanye playing in the background and you just pull the parachute out and you land on a rooftop and you're gunning down a bunch of people like it was just like so like that's when they started kind of getting a little over the top but it was so much yeah. fun like it was yeah one of my favorites it, yeah it's uh, it's true and i mean and that's for the like with the embracer group with this thing it's actually kind of funny because smitty and i were actually talking about that whole deal with the with the savvy uh savvy game uh gaming group uh uh like partnership to to fall through uh that we were thinking that like this that that was the, the that was the reason the thing that they were going to do 
to keep some of the stuff that they were the projects that they were trying to keep up was right because you have to fund it somehow yeah right yeah but like uh to say that like to say that that's the immediate because of that 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 they're already immediately making these cuts because of that how that trade how that uh, partnership uh, dissolved is very very fast (laughs) so who knows what we might see we might hear something else that's going to happen in the next like week or so from another group of because like embracer is huge embracer is a huge company there's a lot of different uh studios that they own so i will not be surprised if we'll be seeing some uh, some more of like of, of things like this to to happen you know because like uh it's just oh it's just uh, it, yeah it's unfortunate to see um like i don't think no one would it, it kind of sucks because the way that this is going to disappear is going to it feels like it's going to disappear out of the the view of people because of the mediocrity that it like the impact of mediocrity that this that this studio had uh they uh was like they weren't doing much they uh, for the most part in the past like overall the past 10 years only released what one or two games and those two games were at best double a at best uh and uh and one of, and they both and they both tanked so like it really sucks that you will like that people are going to forget that this at one point in time the studio actually were making fairly good uh fairly good games it's just been such a long time you know they were going to reboot anything i would have liked for them to reboot red faction i think that would have yes! been, oh, yes. been so especially happy in that. like the scene that we have with doom now and everything like that mm-hmm. like bringing red faction back with with being able to explode any like destroy anything you want, like that would have been amazing if they would have brought that back. Love that. Would that. Have been amazing. That would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, you're totally right. But I'm uh, not. I'm not the one sitting in the boardrooms, you know. So. Right. <laughs> but then again, though, too, is it kind of annoying that that's where we're at right now? Like, you know how it is in movies. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting my old my old my old man hat on. But like, you know, like in movies, like they they're doing the uh, it's it's all about reboots and remakes and stuff like that, as opposed to creativity of new, new IPs and stuff. Like we barely don't see that, like, uh, compared right. to like for what we like, I mean, even compared to like, I would say the PS, the PS two era was probably the, one of the, like had the most random game, like some of the most random games that they came oh, out yeah. and they just didn't even care, you know? Mm-hmm. But then now it's like, it just seems so, meticulous on what is being released and and like and, and you know when you hear the stuff that that Baldur's Gate's going through because of how much of a success that they're doing it because they're not doing it the conventional way of game development uh how right. game development development is and stuff and they're getting a lot of flack for it it's like th- that's the one thing I really kind of just wish it's just like I mean I wish you just stop doing these remakes as much you know I always wonder like who is sitting in the boardroom and who's sitting next to them saying yeah that's a good idea let's just reboot that they're i'm sorry what? Safe. they're playing it right. safe that's what it is yeah well and they could have even done like a spinoff of a red faction and it it would have been fantastic yeah i feel like it's like it's the lazy like you can look at ea with all their sports franchises rather than just making one game and updating it every year they have to make a new game every year they're they want to make that money and those easy dollars where you see a lot of amazing, like, that's why I feel like indie games are having another resurgence. I don't know if y'all remember that indie game resurgence back in, like, 2012, 2013. Oh, yeah. Where everything was about indies. And I feel like that's coming back. Um, you had Sea of Stars that just released, which is, like, Chrono Trigger meets Golden Sun meets, like, every old JRPG you played on the Super Nintendo. Right. Um, that's a phenomenal game. Um, no Man's Sky is still releasing updates for their game that they released, what, seven, eight years ago? Mm-hmm. Three updates for everybody to run, and that's a 12-person studio. 
Right. Um, wow, it's only twelve and, uh, people still. Yeah, uh, I think it's like twelve to twenty people still. Like it's 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 not that it's not as much. And um, but they are releasing free updates for people to play like constantly. And I just feel like I, they we're getting another one of those resurgences where um people are just going to start floating more to indies rather than these AAA studios. Right. Well, and and here's my thing is I'm tired of playing AAA prices for games that aren't delivering what they promised in the media in the beginning. If it's just why am I paying 60 plus dollars for a game that's not even a finished game? It's not a finished product. Whereas I can go to an indie developer and it's two people and they're doing early access because they want to hear from us. They want to hear from us. What are your ideas? How do you feel about this? And it it feels like you're a part of it, right? You're at the, the ground yeah. for something. The problem with indies is that it's a hit and miss. That's the problem. I think it's oh, very, I, I agree. it's very I'm very volatile. Unlike you know when you get these games, on yeah. five dollars versus sixty plus. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, like my strong feelings about early access, and definitely with that, that it's usually I'm not usually on the uh, on the board with with uh, with the way development works with early access. But like, I definitely uh, definitely see the uh, uh, the appeal on like you know more on like trying to get the underdog to kind of be to be more noticed and stuff. Because like, I mean, if you look at Sea of Stars for instance. Sea of Stars was something that I think was made took what four years four or five years for it to be to be done and then it was really like a person's personal passion project and i think he went initially on kickstarter for it and um and when it then when it got the full steam of like you know the rpg community uh it's it 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 became a bigger project than what he was anticipating it to be thus i can understand why he like uh and he left it out of early access, which I think was a great move in my opinion, because oh, that would have been annoying to, f- <laughs> to play an RPG that's not finished. But uh, yeah, the uh, uh, but yeah, so the the biggest thing, like just to to kind of weed those kind of level of success to people that you don't know, like the like like small people, small town people that you don't know, is very very hard. Uh, and I think that's why that's why I kind of like. Uh, uh, I, I give I give kudos to the folks who do make these games and then they release them out in, in the indie style uh, or indie uh, like without worrying about a bigger developer and then and then they get their success the way they do because like that yeah that's why I give them creds on. I I would like to preface I think in the horror genre you're a little luckier with things like early access that are indie um, like labyrinthine oh amazing it is finally fully out uh and it's it's been it's been a ride i've loved that game from the moment i stepped into that into that forest it's been fantastic um and i think there's a lot of other hits that are in that same same loop outside of the the horror indie genre just in indie i haven't had as much luck with with early access like davis said but I feel like I'm just hitting win after win in my hmm. genre. I'm so happy about it. It, it really depends with early access titles because with early access, you you have to look at it and be like, okay, do I want to support this game development? Like, does it look like they're just pulling assets from Unreal and there's no real creativity, or are they actually building something that's unique and different? And I feel like that's always the kind of thing you have to take with early access because, um, as you said, you know, with indie with indie games, you know they have kind of like that leeway to fail when when triple a developers fail it's big 
you're talking about a hundred plus people working on a game. You're talking about money for Class marketing. Lawsuits. Yeah, like you're talking about millions and millions of dollars being spent uh, offset with an indie project that could be like ten to to a hundred thousand dollars being spent on that project. And um, it's just like that's why you see things like with Volition closing down. You know, there's millions and millions of dollars that that publishers and corporate the corporate jargon has put into these games that they feel like is that they is going to do great and then they fail and they fall flat and um you know it's just it's just crazy to me how much because like i grew i mean i'm sure all of us in here has grew up playing video games it is crazy that it just became a such a corporate like just such a corporate thing like yeah it's, situation it's crazy to me yeah yeah i definitely understand that uh okay well we'll see well sorry to see it's goodbye uh volition studios hopefully we th there'll be something better <laughs> and uh, like uh hopefully people will will get back on their feet as soon as possible from that but uh yeah so let's just uh we'll, we'll continue on with the, my topic which is a very interesting topic uh which is that's not really interesting it's just stupid <laughs> my topic is about uh PlayStation is a uh, it's PlayStation Plus. Um see my issue is so PlayStation Plus is uh uh doing something pretty aggressive I would say. Um uh, so they are going to be increasing their prices for their online uh their online play for all for their like for all their sources here. So what they're doing is that they're going to be charging. Uh, so right now, PlayStation Plus for a year costs uh, costs $59.99, $60 a year. Uh, so they're changing. So they're upping the price from $69.99 for the essentials package to $80. So that uh, so it's going to be $79.99 a year. Uh, their mid-tier package, which allows you to play PlayStation 4 emulated games and um, uh, PlayStation 4 emulated games and uh, uh Oh yeah, the no, PlayStation those, One, no, the no, PlayStation One classics, right? Or, no, that that's the ultimate package. Yeah, oh, gotcha. the uh, yeah the uh, yeah. I think it's just the PS4 limited uh, 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 digital library. I think it's like four hundred of them. And then the that, PlayStation the, Three, you mean the play or is it PlayStation no. Four? Oh, it's no, still okay. PlayStation Four, yeah. It's PlayStation Four's uh uh specifically, uh. Then PlayStation uh that they, they they're charging they're going to charge one fifty nine for the uh or 159 for no 139 for the playstation uh uh the extra one the middle tier and the the final tier the ultimate package is going to be costing 170 uh so one 169.99 for everything so it allows you to play P ps3 ps4 uh ps1 library games and stuff like that for for that for a whole year so i was like uh so this increase is increasing the game it's increasing to 35 percent increase a 35 percent increase of uh for just just to be just to get online access uh i was like wow that is insane <laughs> like for me even for me to say that they're that, that that's how much they're charging for online like don't get me wrong i'm fine with a price increase like because it's it's only inevitable that's the way i've always looked at it but the way that they're charging it up and then and then what's even worse is there's nothing that they're adding to it they're just they're just saying oh that we just have to increase the price up to 35 percent uh 35 percent up we're gonna charge we're gonna it's just gonna be simple t you got to pay 80 dollars just to go just to play online on your ps5 is 
insane to me. <laughs> I'm just like, are you trying to push people to the PC at this point? <laughs> because that, because that's what's that's what's ending up going. Uh, what's going to end up happening if you're going to jack up the price like that uh, with these kind of crazy prices? Uh, so uh, I don't know, man. Like this is. Um, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying I'm angry. More like I'm very disappointed. Uh, uh, into this, I understand that. They, like I said, I understand about price increases. I know people. Know, most, I mean, there's no, no one's ever happy when the when the when there's always an increase of price of how it goes. But this is way too aggressive. Uh, way, 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 way too aggressive for what you get. I mean, if, uh, this makes. I, I think that it makes the Xbox uh Game Pass even more shine, shine better now because of this. Uh, because of this crazy. Uh, crazy increase uh, uh, that you're doing because I don't think the Game Pass's prices uh, uh, has been announced that they're going to jack the prices up on that either. So, yeah, nine ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know a lot of people are very very angry about it, and uh, uh, I just wanted to see what y'all's takes, what you, what y'all's t- personal takes are for it. Yo, shoot, go ahead, my dear. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> um. So I have a PlayStation 5 and I have the premium package and I will not be renewing it um, because it's not worth it. Um, here's, here's the thing. The past year, PlayStation has come out with some pretty good games. It came out with the new Horizon Zero Dawn. It came out with the new God of War, um, things like that. It's not available on the premium package for me to play right now. It I can't even play Last of Us 2 right now on the premium package. What? Really? So they don't even put their first party games on this premium package that you're playing. But if you have the Xbox Game Pass, you can play every game that Xbox releases day of. Um, That's insane. But they do have a lot. They have a lot of games that you can just download. But so does the Xbox Game Pass. Right. So um, it's not worth it. Um, And then, of course, you can play the PlayStation 1 games. You can stream the PlayStation 3 libraries which their remote play is garbage. If you're trying to stream a PlayStation 3 game, you're going to get you're going to get like 5 second delays on some of your inputs sometimes. Um and then but then they also have the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 1 emulation games. But guess what? I have a Steam Deck. I can emulate a PlayStation 2, a PlayStation 1, uh a GameCube. I can play emulate whatever I want on that. So they're free of charge too. I don't have to pay a yearly subscription for it. Um so with the price increase, I feel like Sony is doing what they've been doing for a long time since the PlayStation 4 and they got a big head about it, uh, is that they're putting their consumers behind them and they're trying to appease their stockholders, which is why their stocks are going up because everybody likes that. But once PlayStation starts losing a lot of people subscribing, I think it's going to come back and bite them. Uh, I am so su- well, I'm surprised. About- okay, so. I understand why they would probably do what they're doing about not having their exclusive first parties uh, into that because they know people are going to are going to pay for it. People they know people are going to go and buy that day one uh, for the initial games itself. So I can kind of understand why they why they're doing that. But what's surprising is that dude, we're what two years in when Last of Us Two came out and we're you're still not able to play it is unacceptable, completely unacceptable for the amount. Of and I haven't even played it yet. That. I haven't even played Last of Us Two yet because I. Sir, been you can have my yet. login. Yeah. I'll message you later. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. Um, yeah. This makes me mad. I was a Sony girly. Um, my first, uh, a Sega Genesis was uh, gifted to me uh, when I was twelve. But besides that, the PlayStation Two was my first big ticket 
Christmas present item and everyone in the family went and picked out games that were absolutely terrible for me. But you know what? I didn't mind. Uh, my kitty is hunting mice. Apologies. Um, but and, and I get it. The prices are going to go up. That's fine. I am aware. However, you're telling... No. No. I'm now an Xbox girly. Um, again... And there are people who are ride or die and will always be ride or die. I thought I was one of them. And I'm not kidding. I've been looking at PlayStation 5s all week. I've been thinking of getting the Spider-Man one. I've been I've been on the fence. And I was about to hit the, the yes button tomorrow. And now I'm not. Because I <clears throat> did I think I would be playing online with other people. I'll be honest, not really, because a lot of the games I wanted to play on PlayStation were singular, were, were story based, games. Story right? Driven. Which, fine. However, now you're t nope, no, no. No, I mean, okay. Here's what I think. Okay, that's what I think. And then the, I personally don't think you should be discouraged of buying the system. In my opinion, I think that they're. I think this is way too, way too aggressive for Sony to even be messing around with their internet. Of to be messing around with their with their PlayStation Plus members. Which, by the way, Monk Bloody even says himself, and I totally agree with them. Not enough added value for the price increase. Which is like, yeah, you don't, you, you know what, you know what, justify that, but would be better if they said that if they're gonna if they're gonna include like what's something simple that Yosh is do is not experiencing, which is saying we're gonna be giving you the access to our first party library if you have an ultimate if you have an ultimate plus you're paying a hundred and eighty dollars for a uh or about or 170 180 dollars for the the top tier and you're telling me that like that's not in your eyes going to be giving them people people access to your possible yeah your possible you know what it, 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 this might be a little bit argumentative to me i i don't mind them not having a day one because the the reason why because their their setup is not like how microsoft is they don't need to depend right. on online itself so they're trying to get them ducats for the people to spend 70 dollars for for spider-man 2 however they need but it, like two or three months in they need to just say sure. okay yeah they need to say okay we're gonna put this on date we're gonna put this on playstation plus ultimate because there's no there's no freaking reason uh otherwise not to at this level think about this let's say the 180 tag price and they say you know we're not gonna give you day one but if you buy three triple a games day one after that we'll give you x y and z i don't know okay. you need to buy anything at that point $180, I think, is well, well, I think it's in the range. But just, just wait, yeah. wait for it. Just like, just but like the, a movie. There's not uh, even a, but we'll give you this. Like, there, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't Nothing. speak. They just said, this. what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, this is the issue, the difference, like, between what Xbox and PlayStation does too is Xbox is more multimedia. They don't mind having PC players. They, they want to have Xbox Game Pass accessible for everybody. If you have a phone, if you have a computer, if you even if you don't have an Xbox, they still want you to access that. Sony is caught up in just this is our console. You're going to be on here and you're going to pay. They're the Apple of pretty much consoles at the moment. And um, I think personally, like to kind of counter our counter what you said, I feel like if people are going to be spending one hundred and eighty dollars for PlayStation Plus a year, they should have. Uh, three day early access to every new game that comes out and have that access day one. If I'm paying $180 a year no, with yeah, I the Xbox yes, yeah. with the Xbox game Pass, I pay what? Like I pay, I don't even pay that much a year for my Xbox game 
Game Pass. Wait, do you play? Old, do you do you do you pay? Wait, how much is? Wait, I pay the, I get the regular Game up. Pass. Let's look it up because I want to know because like it's not so even. Like, a, I think I think it's a hundred bucks. It has to be a hundred bucks I'm, in a year. I'm locked into the nine ninety nine. I know that because I was like, yeah, I, I do the nine ninety nine a month. So that's $120 okay. a year. So $120. Okay, for $120 a year itself. So, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I just don't even know. I think, the, but the pre, the, well, I think the reason they can get away with the, the uh, with the, is that the, you know, the strength of the, of the PlayStation first party compared to the strength of the Xbox first party. There's, it's like, it's a night and day difference. I mean, you could name, <clears throat> you could name the, all the first party, uh, first party games on Xbox on one hand eventually essentially as opposed to how many could how many first party games that have been insanely successful for for sony uh in the past like the even just even on the playstation 5's era like we're not even including the four and all that stuff it's like they've, they're just making bangers every freaking year every freaking year on, on, on i can i can agree with that to a point um i i i don't think just because you drop good games you should be anti-consumer oh no uh, i don't think you know I think that the yeah yeah I think the reason why it's like like the the reason why they're so aggressive on it is they know that where their where their money is coming from because like like for me because like for me I know I don't even kick it with any of the uh the monthly services because I don't think that personally for me personally that like this is gonna uh uh the uh the game I'd rather just own the games I know I'm gonna get as opposed to just saying. I need to get uh, a monthly subscription just so I know it's going to be rotated out of it, like uh, and stuff. So, and then I think most people's mentality for the kind of for for first parties, specifically for Sony, I'm not and I'm not defending Sony in any way. That I think that Sony knows that they're getting they got people that that they know that they're not going to they're not here about the backwards compatibility. They're just here about getting the just being the first to get the game, uh, just get that game, and they're willing to spend the seventy dollars just to uh just to get it, and they're wanting to entice people. People to to still do that as opposed to just saying we should well we we can get this game anyways if we just get the monthly if we get the if we get the subscription uh yeah i think that they're, they're anti on that i think they're, they're they're hugely anti on that in my opinion like, well, that's why yeah. you should tie it to where if you have a year if you buy let's say you buy a year of playstation plus premium you mm. have access to first party titles. Mm. If you have the month to month prescription, then you won't uh, we won't allow you to access those titles. I would agree at least that, when yeah, they do that, right? That would make that would make um, some more sense, yeah. Like because like with Xbox Game Pass, I only get Xbox Game Pass like I bought Xbox Game Pass this month cuz Starfield's coming out. So like I like I, but like after that I'm canceling it. Like I'm not going to have it anymore <laughs> because I don't need it anymore. But that's it'll take me point. maybe what 2 3 months to play Starfield, so that's $30 for me to play and beat Starfield. Mm -hmm. you know so like uh that's what i do that's that's how i consume my product um, okay that's but, like, <laughs> but like i feel like playstation is just really they've been missing the mark for a while now and as far as for their for their base the and, online um, especially yeah and like i have i have a pc like i don't even i only play my playstation when i play single player games you know like so i'm not really worried about that i just I got the premium because I was like, oh, well, if I get the premium for a year, maybe they'll put their titles on uh, the store and I can play it. But I was like, they don't have, like I said, they don't have Last of Us 2. They didn't put the new Horizon. They didn't put the new God of War. Like, I'm like, well, then I just wasted money for this year um, because they didn't release any of the games I was expecting to get on the platform so I could play it. And uh, then they're yeah. doing the PC releases, what, three years after they come out? Because Returnal came out uh ratchet and clank came out and then um 
they're releasing the uncharted collection spider-man came out so and that's another thing like sony is just like these only thing i think sony is doing right is the multimedia aspect as far as like the last of Us show um and uh the i heard the gran turismo movie did really well um and then twisted metal if y'all haven't watched it yet that show is fun as hell is it, it is okay. fun as hell and it's it is on, ridiculous it's on our watch list yeah it is unreal with how good it is so i think sony's hitting the mark with that type of stuff but as far as like what they're doing with their playstation 5 right now or like at least this generation i don't they're but it's been like that if you've noticed that like xbox 360 like playstation 2 xbox 360 playstation 4 xbox series you know s and x is kind of like on the up right now so uh, yeah I, i'm sorry go, go ahead, for it, lex no, oh, you're fine. oh yeah I, I just think that overall like i just think that the uh like okay like i said the uh it's just for me just to say like okay you're telling me for me personally I don't play online. I don't usually play online with a lot of people on my PlayStation, anyways, because like I'm kind of a I'm kind of a hermit when it comes to that. I don't like playing with randoms, randos. Yeah. So like I usually like to play with people that I know. And then the only game that I play randomly to are fighting games on the, my PlayStation Five. And so like I like Street Fighter and stuff like that. And just to say that I would have to pay eighty dollars, just eighty dollars, just to, in a year, just to just so I could play online with just other fighters and stuff like that. Is is just is ridiculous to me. Well, well, actually, it's actually kind of funny because uh, I actually had a really good foresight because I didn't knew that they were going to be doing they were going to be doing a price hike for when it was sixty dollars. So I bought these two bundle packages <laughs> that they did uh, that allowed you that allowed me to buy three years worth of PlayStation Plus uh, for a hundred and uh, hundred and twenty dollars. And I bought two packs of that, so I'm I'm good for six years <laughs> for, yeah. for for PlayStation nice. Plus. Yeah. So, but uh, but like to say that, but like I know a lot of people are not in that same kind of boat, and I just think that this kind of like this kind of thing will probably will turn people over to Xbox. Uh, like with the uh, with the with the Game Pass, it's going to glorify Game Pass more. If anything, if you if you uh, if you ask me uh, with this, because like you said, nine ninety nine. Uh, even like even the even at the base price nine ninety nine, it's like what one hundred and twenty dollars a year. You're getting everything that uh, the Xbox's handle is going to give uh, is is given to their consumers. So so yeah, you're yeah you're right. It, they're slowly becoming the Apple of uh, a video game company uh, uh, video games at this point. I like my Androids. So. <laughs> I'm not an Android person. That's what's funny. I'm not an Android person at all. It's okay. No judgment here. Apple's oh, ecosystem crazy. makes sense. You'll learn someday. <laughs> oh, no. I got oh, the right. Google Pixel 6. That's my phone. Oh, nice. oh that's my wife. Oh, she's yeah, beautiful. That's Google Pixel 6. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's great. All right. Well, so we all know. Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's close this off with our last topic. Uh, Lex, what is the last topic? Uh, sir, if you can pull up my graph, please let me sit up straight for this one. Um, if you guys don't know, I like to do fuck around and find outs. And today's fuck around and find out is the man who stole Starfield. Um, and as you know, the more you F around, the more you find out. Um, so what happened? Great question. Let me tell you. Oh, I closed my article. Uh, there was a man. He, he decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to release X amount. Who is calling me? Oh, I can't talk right now. Um, <laughs> so 
I got my article. We're good. All right. Neighbors, gamers, shocked after records show Memphis man stole copies of unreleased Starfield video game. So a Memphis, Tennessee local man is facing three charges, including felony theft after being accused of selling stolen copies of a video game that had not been released yet. According to court documents, copies of the game were stolen from a distribution center in Memphis, then sold online. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't need any more recognition. The game in question is called Starfield and is one of the most highly anticipated video games, as I'm sure all of us here are aware. Um, he posted, which has now been deleted, 45 minutes of gameplay to YouTube. Um, I believe he also sh did it on Instagram and TikTok, if I'm not mistaken. And then he posted videos showing himself shipping out copies of the game that he was selling. Um, in some of the videos, he can be seen shipping off copies of the game and encouraging his followers to message him if they are also interested in buying one. Got another game here. I don't know what y'all be thinking, but I ain't doing no scams. <laughs> so he's he's gonna he's gonna do some some jail time. Um Man, and it's funny. His if you guys want to read the article, I, I won't. I won't. Um, I won't steal from it. But uh, his neighbors were assuming he was selling something else, not video games. Um, a video game. Uh, so it's. I find it. Wait, interesting. they and thought that he was stealing something else, but no, not stealing, selling something else with all oh. the amount of cops that rolled up on his house. Oh, they thought that's they hilarious. were doing a that the cops were doing like a bust. Not a video oh. game sting. So it, it, his neighbors knew he was up to something sketchy, obviously. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna be uh doing some 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 big time because we all and and we kind of discussed um prior to podcast, which you guys didn't hear, uh, about uh copyright laws and, and all of that. Uh that's federal crimes. So are they gonna charge him? 60 plus times for copyright crimes uh because i there's jail time in that alone but times that by 60 something it, i mean how is that gonna go down it's theft i mean it's obviously oh, it's uh theft. it's 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 theft and it, it will initial grade is the fact that he stole those copies prior is one that's one that's one different kind of thing so that's a whole different whole fight in itself the second fight mm -hmm. is the fact that he went like I just found that that he that he felt engaging, like he felt like he felt he had the balls to to make to do a you uh, uh, an Instagram an Instagram video to the developers of the game directly, and then even said to said it directly to Todd Howard and stuff, and uh, about like how good that the game was and everything. I'm just like, what kind of nonsense is that? Yeah, I don't know what is that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's like copyright, but rather like uh, they're going to bust them. They're going to bust them for. I mean, I guess you could bust them for breaking embargo, but like they also, if he, if they wanted to, and you know that they're that the company is going to definitely get. I mean, they're, they're going to really F this guy's up, <laughs> like like history up, because like I don't think like I think a mixture of just the, the hard jail time and the mixture of just like what they did, what he did to post up and then also put it on social, like put it on YouTube and all this stuff, the video, I mean, even though it got immediately down, you put it, you put it up for like fast enough. It's on the Internet now. You're you're screwed. Mm -hmm. People copied that stuff a lot, all like so fast already. So like. It is so ridiculous. It was. It's ridiculous. Like what they're what 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 he's going uh, like. Just the like the 
emboldment that he had to do all of this, <laughs> you know, that, and and you can't and you can't even fake fake the fact that like you know uh, fake the fact that he didn't know what he was doing because like it's right. all on it's all on it's all on the internet. It's crazy. <laughs> it looks like he's facing up to twelve years, so they're not. They're not going to slap him with copyright as of yet. They could obviously add charges, um, but it's felony theft at the moment. How many counts of that? Mm -hmm. um, one count of felony theft, you get like a $10,000 fine um, and maybe some jail time, but usually you get put on probation. I don't think that's going to be the case here. That's going to so. also be like, that's also them main, they may sue him. They can sue him for this. Oh, 100%. I mean, I get letters all the time. Hey, here's your key. Also, don't forget the embargo is this date to this date. If you break that, we can sue you. You know, like I love uh, Monk Bloody on YouTube is saying he had the best review though. I think they should have integrated his <laughs> to this ad campaign. They should. <laughs> they should. Oh, that would be hilarious if they did. It's like okay now the street review we have so and so who took who didn't well, buy if they the do game. that <laughs> if, they do, if they do that they can't, can't class with all this jail yeah. time <laughs> well they absolutely can because yeah. that that would be separate but then they wouldn't be able to turn around and sue him that would be yeah. where like the legal line lies um but yeah they can still like i mean the charges are from the state at this point mm -hmm. they're not necessarily from the company itself it, it's too separate you know so i just oh man what do you, what do you think about all of this there yosh at least he yeah. tried you know? <laughs> he tried <laughs> i give him, I give him props I give him props for uh, effing around and, and finding out, you know, but no, like I, uh, I, I don't know. I think it's funny. The the things that people do on social media these days uh, and stealing copies of a game that a lot of people are excited about, which is going to get you noticed by a lot of people uh, going live and saying you're selling the game and you're playing the game is not, <laughs> it's not it. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I think that's just crazy. I think I, uh, I love it. Also, I, he's got some balls. Is my, yeah, is my dad like, uh, that's said. why I said I love it. Like, he, that's why I said I love it. He got balls. Like he, yeah. he did it. He went out and did it, you know? Like, oh, so. for sure. And, and he's not denying that at all in custody. So, I mean, the consequences of your actions, he's at least taking accountability for that. I just, I, man, the. the I mean, come on. No, know? I mean, come on, dude. There's a point where you have to just say, like, that is, the, that is so freaking, like, did he not know that this was like a big, uh, a big game or something? Because that, this is what doesn't make sense he to me. He had to have known. 12 why, years. Why not? Right. Like I'm just saying, like, like he, like, is it worth it? No. He did all of this knowing that this stuff, like, this is going to be a hot, a hot ticket item. He put it posted on social media. He uploaded a video on this stuff to show, like, like that he has the game and stuff. Went through all of that, and just and then to be like to not expect that he was going to get caught by the police on top of that, and then they, then and then they're not even taking they're not even taking this this uh, this crap serious. I mean, they're taking this crap seriously. He's taking up to twelve years for just just doing that. It's like no. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, that's, but but that's imagine being in jail and them asking, "What are you in here for?" And like, <laughs> yeah, I stole a bunch of copies of a game called Starfield <laughs> right. and streamed myself playing it on the internet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, 
Oh, man. Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, he had to have known that he was going to get caught. I mean, he didn't try to hide his face. It doesn't look like he tried to, like, put in a VPN so that they couldn't track his IP. None of that. It was, yeah, I stole copies. You want some? It's not a scam. And I think people were purchasing them thinking it was a joke. And just to see, right, like FOMO, like, does he really? There's no way. Gets the copy. Oh, wow, this is this is real. Oh, no, I have also committed <laughs> a crime, right? So, I mean, and he was literally sending them videos on Instagram, like, my bad, Todd. And with your face? I mean, maybe it's the Italian in me. It's It was, if you commit a crime, don't show your face, use a VPN. Be smart about it, you know? <laughs> I, I just know. like that. I like that he used Instagram to do all of his networking to these people. <laughs> That's what I found very funny to me. I'm just like, what is going on? No, no. These like, if this is what crime, like, if this is what thievery is now in 2023, leave like, like y'all need to just quit while y'all are ahead because that is uh, that is insane to me. It's like what like I have like I can't even go into the mind of this person's like train of thinking of like why you would do this. Because, like, uh, yeah, it is unbelievable. It's to be for recognition, right? But here's the thing. If you're going to be facing up to 12 years in jail, when you come out, no one will remember you. Like, it, this is – you're now talking about uh, and two other generations coming forward into the gaming community. Nobody's going to remember you. Your popularity will cease to exist. And You I lost 12 years of your life. Right, you're going to be on probation for several years, and I guarantee they're going to ironclad it that you cannot be on social media, because clearly it drives you to do stupid things. Right, that's going to be part of man. Like, well, mm. that's why we need to immortalize the man, just like Leroy Jenkins. You know, <laughs> just like Leroy Jenkins, we need to immortalize the man and just make sure he's known when he gets released. That so, what if? Shit, what know? if? <laughs> What if Starfield decides to make a ship and they call it his name? They call the ship uh, uh, after his name or something. Be and they'll be like, okay, here you go. You can do that yeah. in the game. Yeah. Legally, they, they, they could. Absolutely. It wouldn't. He can't come after and sue them for that because. It's like, hey, they can call it something else. It's like, oh, right. Blink Bloody says, if you were working in that warehouse, could you resist the temptation to swipe a copy for yourself? You know, to be fair, yes, though. Yes, I, I can. <laughs> to be fair, yes, yes, I can, but because, like, you know what? Nine times out of ten, they don't just have uh, the thing on these boxes that says it's Starfield not. Xbox right. and so and so on. Don't the, know. You don't know what's in it unless so, you open them up. Or unless you, you know, worked, or you look at the dossier. At, I worked at, at Schmirka Schmirmi, um, which was a competitor for Rum Rum Rum. And um, in, okay, so I worked in a big store. And I was a computer person, but I would do stock. And when we would get things that were in embargo, meaning people are pre-reviewing it, maybe are getting copies that has nothing to do with our store, um, they're, they're boxed and then they are locked away. You don't get to see what's in the box until that date and time. So if they say you can't open this box until August 8th at 8 p.m. before your store, one hour before <laughs> your store closes... That is how that works. We would have people lining up more like, what are we releasing? We don't even know. Um, because I was busy building computers all day. I wasn't caring about what was coming out necessarily because I was in college. I didn't have time for video games. I, I literally was awake for most of every day. Um, 
but yeah, it you you don't know. And so he he did a lot of work breaking into stores, man. Because how do you know what stores even got copies? Yeah, I will say this though. I mean, like this guy, I, I bet you we won't even see a case. This, I mean, if he's already openly openly admitting to this, I won't be surprised if he's going to just you know do a plea. Obviously, going to do a plea. There's no way. I mean, there's no way. There's no way that he could he could he could defend against it when you have all these different kinds of like video and stuff. There's on so him. much evidence. Well, and but even yeah. then, if he takes a plea deal, he's still probably going to be doing jail time. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably won't do as much. If he hasn't passed, they won't give him a plea deal. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's definitely. be honest. It, if if he if he had the guts to break into a store and steal the copies. He most likely has a pass because, again, that had to take him time, right? So he broke into a store, didn't trigger an alarm, and or maybe he did, but he knew how much time he had to get in and get out and not get caught. And then on top of that, spent how many days posting on social media? That he yeah, had I think he, I think he worked at the, he had to have worked at the warehouse because, like, it was right. a, a shipping warehouse maybe. or something to do it. Or he knew someone, or someone was someone on the inside told him about like this is what's coming, and uh, uh, I'll put it here. You take care, yeah. you do the rest. You know, you know. That's kind of like Yosh being like, "Man, someone broke into my house last week and stole all my cat treats," and I, I'm like, "Oh man, that sucks." Someone broke into your house. Look at these brand new cat treats I got. Uh, they were <laughs> right. Open. I'm gonna feed. Hello. Yeah. The calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> but yeah, that was. That was my uh, fuck around and find out portion of our stream today. Thank you for, <laughs> Love it. for joining in. I'm glad you guys liked it. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, thank you. thank you for listening to episode number 189 of the CFG Gamecast. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. As always, we will be back again next weekend uh, uh, at the same time with some more awesome discussions. But in the meantime, if you did miss an episode on this uh, this week, that is perfectly okay. We release it every beginning uh, every week at the beginning of each week. Actually, you know, it's Labor Day this week. You know, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> the beginning of this, yeah, the beginning of each week. Maybe something uh, to listen to uh, on your day off for Labor Day. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, you, we release it on all podcast services, Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean. You know, I'm trying to not say Stitcher because, you know, Stitcher's leaving. They're, 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 they're shutting down. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, but, uh, in the meantime, though, you can go to, uh, check out any other podcast services out there. So there's absolutely no mis- reason to miss out on our sexy, sexy voices. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Say it with me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> guys also be sure to check out our website confreaksgeeks.com also check check out uh, next week's episode of uh, pop culture gems we will be talking to Baldur's Gate 3 narrator Amelia Tyler on that show so that you can check it out on Friday or if you're a, a CFG member uh, on our page you could be, uh, get get that full interview on Tuesday so once again this is Davis Yosh and Lex signing off y'all take it easy Peace. bye